1: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
0: It's Monday, April 6th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is your daily coronavirus update. U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams says this week will be one of the hardest and saddest for Americans as we continue to fight our way through the coronavirus pandemic. The next two weeks are critical as experts say multiple states will hit the peak of cases of COVID-19. Several governors are also in a tight situation trying to acquire the proper supplies for their states as the national stockpile of equipment is almost depleted, and they are pleading with the federal government to take a bigger lead in helping. Steph Kite, reporter for Axios, joins us for this and also how Joe Biden continues to campaign during this crisis. Thanks for joining us, Steph. Thanks for having me. We want to continue talking about coronavirus and the U.S. response to all of this. Recently, the U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams said that this week is going to be the hardest and saddest week for most Americans' lives because as these cases, confirmed cases and uh, and deaths come, it's not a localized thing. This pandemic is hitting all over the country at the same time. Mm -hmm. And what we're seeing right now is the warnings are getting a lot stronger from all of the officials.
2: Yeah, it really is. Um, Hearing the Surgeon General even compare this upcoming week to Pearl Harbor or 9-11, moments that have totally changed the way we live our lives and some of the most traumatic moments in U.S. history is pretty striking. And as he said, it's because we're not seeing this just in one city or one state, but really across the nation watching as people are getting sick and hospitals are struggling to keep up with the number of cases that they're having to deal with, fights over resources and all of these things. And of course, it's important to note that while we will have many states kind of reaching their peak this week, there are still other states that won't even be at their peak yet. So even places like Virginia, Maryland, some of these other states won't even be near their peak yet this week even as places like New York and Connecticut and New Jersey and other places are. So this is going to be a prolonged thing, even if this week is one of the most devastating weeks. It's going to still be a long time before we move past this.
0: That's a great point, because when we're talking a lot about this, a a lot of times we're thinking about New York just because they're the hardest hit state in this whole process. And we're seeing the most amount of cases there, the most amount of deaths we're hoping that they hit their apex this week but you're right there's other states that still have that yet to come and this is all amid obviously we're doing this social distancing 90 percent of americans are on these stay-at-home orders right now um Mm -hmm. i wanted to talk about this ap report that came out that basically said that the u.s wasted months before preparing for this pandemic they reviewed a bunch of federal purchasing contracts And it really wasn't until mid-March that they started to place big bulk orders for these N95 masks that we need, the ventilators, and a lot of this other equipment, all this PPE, personal protective equipment, that the healthcare workers need.
2: The report from the AP does point out that the U.S. was pretty slow to respond to the concerns about coronavirus. And all you have to do is to go back and watch some of the statements that um, President Trump and even other public health officials were making at the start of the year compared to the statements they're making now about the severity of this virus. It was something that the U.S. officials just didn't really take seriously, didn't think it would ever get this bad. Part of that was also lack of communication from China. Of course, China was not being up front with just how devastating the virus was right. in the communities there but yeah we there was wasted time and it's you know somewhat haunting to look back and realize that if the government had taken more action early on had begin begun to grow the stockpile um whether we would be in a better situation right now
0: yeah i mean it's it's really a tough situation nobody can predict when that pandemic will hit but exactly. what happened, though, you know, the data wasn't there and boom, we're un- caught unprepared with all this stuff. And that leads us into some statements that Jared Kushner made at one of the press conferences talking about the federal stockpile of equipment that we have in the supplies. And, you know, he mm-hmm. said, hey, uh, this federal stockpile is ours. You know, it's not for the states. The states should have been doing their own purchasing and, and stockpiling. And, and that made a lot of governors across the country really angry. It's like, no, this is the job of the federal government to lead to help the states when they need it and and that's what the federal stockpile was made to do to help bridge these gaps
2: exactly we are certainly seeing kind of a a messaging war right now between many governors and the federal government you know people like jared kushner and even the president himself who has backed jared kushner's statements on this issue where the federal government is saying, look, states, you should have been ready, you should have been prepared, you should have been stockpiling. We can't just provide everything you need from the federal stockpile. Well, on the other hand, many governors are saying, look, this is the job of the federal government to be prepared for these sorts of these sort of situations. The federal government is supposed to come behind state governments and help them when we're in emergencies and crises like this. The Illinois governor made this exact argument, saying there's a reason that we have the Federal Emergency Management Agency, and it's to allow for preparedness for these exact situations
0: i wanted to transition briefly over to former vice president joe biden and the race for the 2020 election it's tough for uh joe biden to remain in the news to remain in the public eye when there's no uh rallies there's no campaign activity really other than being online and you contrast that with the president on tv every single day the Democratic convention has already been postponed. They might have to do a mm-hmm. virtual convention because, you know, to get thousands and thousands of people together will be a problem. And he also said that he's going to start searching for a vice president, something that excited a lot of people because he committed to choosing a woman as his running mate.
2: It's certainly crazy how little attention there is on the 2020 presidential race right now. He has been struggling to get the attention from the public, and especially as you pointed out, compared to President Trump, who's able to stand in front of the American public every day with his briefings and having the opportunity to present himself as a leader in crisis, which is something that in some cases can really help presidential candidates to win over voters and of course some you know are not happy with the way the president has been hold, has been running this but you know it's certainly a challenge for people like Biden when he can't campaign he can't be rallying he can't be meeting people in person but i think his decision for a vice president could be a really crucial moment to gain more support and that's something we're certainly watching to see how he diversifies his campaign and reaches out to, to maybe a younger, more progressive Democratic audience.
0: Yeah. And in this look for vice president, he said he's looking for somebody that could lead for the next four presidential cycles. He's looking and even beyond that to his cabinet, looking for mm-hmm. younger people to be involved there that can be on the scene for many years to come. Steph Kite, reporter for Axios. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been your daily coronavirus update. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust, any disease
3: are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety